Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast about growth, authenticity, and difficult conversations. Here, you'll find a mix of real-life experiences, inspiring humans, and some spiritual insight. I'm your host, Jenna Krasinski, and I believe that we truly have to feel our pain in order to heal it. Community is a huge part of the process of healing, and I invite you to come along and dance through the ups and downs of life. This is Project Healing. Welcome back to Project Healing. I'm your host, Jenna Korzynski. And if I'm being honest with you today, I could not make up my mind. I couldn't decide which um, road I wanted to walk down for this episode. So I did what I do. And I decided to just let spirit lead. So that is what we are going to do. I am going to do um, a card pull. And we will just dive right into that and see what messages spirit brings forth for our healing. Before I dive into that, though, I do want to take a moment to thank the Project Healing Patreon supporters. For as little as $5 a month, you can join the Project Healing Patreon and support the show. If you are interested in going down the rabbit hole of your healing journey, um, you can join my private healing group called Dancing With Your Soul. It is hosted via Facebook and membership rates start at $9.99 a month. So less than you pay in coffee each month (laughs) to get a kickstart to your healing and a supportive environment where we focus on all parts of ourselves. So there's that. And now we're going to dive in. So I'm actually using a deck that I only use for myself today. It is the Archangel Metatron Self Mastery Oracle. It is one of my favorite decks. I I do not use this deck to read for other people. I just use it to read for myself. Um, But I feel called to do a spread today um, from this deck. So I am going to shuffle and pull however spirit tells me to pull. And we're just going to float right through this and see where it takes us. I need like background music for my shuffling. Insert background music here as I shuffle and do this live. If you've never had a reading with me, this will be a little bit of insight into what a reading looks like. Obviously, it's more tailored to you, your needs, and what your guides want you to hear. But right now, I'm just setting the intention to put out messages that the Project Healing community needs to hear at this time for their journey. And as always, take what resonates and leave behind what doesn't, okay? Not everything I say may apply to you, and that's okay. But my intention is to align with this message with those that need to hear it. All right, so 
For anyone that may be wondering like what all that noise was and what I was doing, I ask my guides when to shuffle, how to shuffle, when to stop. The whole process is intuitively led. Um, so I shuffled until I was given the, <laughs> the stop sign. Um, and then what I was told was to pull nine cards, but every third card, put down every third card. So that is where we landed. So here we go. We're going to dive right into this. Oh, and it just so happens to be 11-11 right now. <laughs> Can't make it up. Can't make it up. All right, so the first card here that popped up for us is card number 51, white, purity and innocence. And I will post a photo of the cards that I pull here in the session on the Facebook page and Instagram, okay? So if you're curious as to what the cards look like, just go to um, Facebook or Instagram um, or even TikTok and you'll see them there. Okay. So this card features an angel wing and there is a diamond in front of it. Okay. And um, what they're showing me is like a crystal clear diamond, right? It seems like on the surface, when you look at it, it's crystal clear. But then when you actually examine it under a microscope, you can see these microscopic imperfections on it. And what spirit is telling me is that this is a representation of the wounds that happen throughout journey and, um, the perceived imperfections that we all witness within ourselves. Okay. Um, but they're reminding us that even with these imperfections, we are still seen as true beauty. Um, not everyone, but people tend to, you know, love diamonds and be attracted to diamonds and the shiny objects. Um, even animals have, some animals have an instinct to be attracted to shiny objects, right? Um, so this card is reminding us of the, the, the purity of who we are, who we are at our core, at the core of every single human is that shiny diamond, right? And some of us discover it within, will discover it within this lifetime. And some of us, it may take more of a journey to, to get there. But at the core of everyone's soul is this beautiful, pure, innocent um, being. Um, and they're also bringing me to inner child. And I'm seeing an image of... Actually, it's not an image of one child. It's an image of child children all over the world. And they're all interacting with one another. So I feel that this card is also a reminder of how important community is and that some of the barriers that we see between one another um, come from our societal programming. And if we return to our core beliefs, who we were as children, we didn't see all of those differences, right? We saw, ooh, they're playing kickball. I want to go play. Ooh, they're playing basketball. I want to go play. Ooh, she's got a doll. I'm going to go talk to her, right? We saw, we connected through our joy as children. And I feel that this card is almost like a call to action to return to that, that essence of oneness and that, um, 
remember that when we cross one another's paths, it's for a reason. It's so that we can witness one another. So that's what I've got for that first card. I was trying to see if there was anything else there. This is followed by card number 34, the ancestors card. And it says appreciation and healing. First of all, this just feels like a warm hug from the ancestors. I feel like I want to put my hands on everyone's shoulders and go, I'm proud of you. Thank you. So most likely, if you listen to this podcast, you are connected to your healing. I can't speak for everyone, but it's called Project Healing. So if you were drawn here, there's a reason for it. Um, and again, I feel that it's this is a, a message from our ancestors that we are living their dreams through seeking our healing in this lifetime. They are appreciative of us, but we need to remember to appreciate them and the trials and tribulations that they experience. There is so much talk, especially in spiritual communities, about ancestral trauma, ancestral curses, most people call it. And I don't think there's that we spend enough time focusing on our ancestral gifts. And that is what is coming up here is the pull to the ancestral gifts and the, the understanding that within our cells, within the cells of our body, we have so much knowledge that has been passed along to us down the generations. Of course, we see and, and sometimes even tend to focus on the negative aspects of, of what our ancestors experienced. And that is an important part of the journey. I am not um, debating or negating that in any way. Because we do need to, we need to grow through those traumas and through those quote unquote curses and we need to um, learn from the mistakes that our ancestors made, right? But we also need to honor the wisdom that is there because some of our ancestors have crossed over and they have played an instrumental part or they're trying to play an instrumental part in our healing and saying, oh, no, 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 we already did it that way. It didn't work. Try it this way. And some of us are really tuned into that. Some of us say, I will not repeat these cycles. And know that if that's you that is saying, I, I recognize these cycles. I see the pain that my family has been through to date. And I refuse to perpetuate that energy. Know that that is the power of your ancestors channeling through you. We live in an egotistical world where we want to say, oh, that's all me. I'm the healer of the family, right? But you would not have that inclination to heal if it weren't for what your ancestors have already faced. Ooh, that just gave me the chills when I said that. Next card is card number 22, Archangel Sandalphon. And it says, with you now. And I actually feel to call, feel to call, uh-huh. I feel called to read directly um, 
that was right at the 11-11 mark on my recording when I said Archangel Sandalphon. Just for the record, all these 11-11s keep popping out at me. Um, but I feel called to read this one specifically from the book. So again, this deck that I am using... Um, no, I'm not paid to promote this, <laughs> but this is the Archangel Metatron Self Mastery Oracle by Amanda Ellis, and the artwork is by Jane Delaford Taylor. This is a beautiful deck. Um, so let me read um, what this says. So, Archangel Sandalphon, with you now. Master number 22 brings in the energy of Archangel Sandalphon, Metatron's angelic other half, for you now oops, excuse me, working together, always for your benefit, a perfect blend of contrasting energies that serve you well. Where one is present, the other will surely be. Archangel Sandalphon reminds you that the ideas, goals, ambitions that Metatron has encouraged in you can best be achieved by taking your time, treading softly and savoring every part of the journey. The summit of the mountain can be reached and awaits you, but you need to be gentle and create time for yourself to reach the end goal in good health and spirit and of sound mind. To be fixed only on the summit means you lose sight of all the wonders and learning experiences at each step of the intended journey to your destination. The morning sunrise reminds you of this, beckoning a new day and signaling another chance, another opportunity for you to try again, to take the next step and to see each new encounter and moment as sacred and blessed. Your advancement forward is ensured, but take the time to feel the sunlight on your face and hear the bird song in the morning and the sweet whisperings of the angels who love and support you. Let your soul soar. Allow it to feel free and unrestricted, savoring all that life has to offer. Music is some of the energy that Sandalphon brings to you now, and in this card, Sandalphon is playing a harp. He hosts a heavenly choir whose melodies of fine music lift the weary heart, soothe the tired body, and ease the restless mind. Each musical note is sounded to resonate within the very depths of your being. Music and color unite in Metatron and Sandalphon to bring you joy and feed the soul and body as you journey on. Think today of a favorite color and gather it around you. Then remember to play a beloved song and let your ear chakras resonate with its melody. See and feel the beauty that is all around you. Notice the good in your life and all that is in harmony. So often you concentrate only on what is wrong or needing to be changed, but you are asked to open to the love and hope that is around you at all times. However you may feel and whatever you are going through. Come back to the simple pleasures of life, to music and song, to nature and light in all of its myriad forms, sunlight, starlight, sunrise, sunset, all the natural healing energies that are available to you. Each aspect sustains and nourishes you in every step forward you take. Sandophon brings comfort, beauty, softness to you now and is with you in every footprint that you make. I feel that this is a strong reminder that our angels walk beside us and we, if we choose to, we can be inspired by the experiences that we have in this life. We can be inspired by the sunrise and inspired by the sunset and just sitting and being present through those moments can help us find clarity.
But in order to do that, we must first slow down enough and live in the moment long enough to recognize what it is that we need and how we need to nurture ourselves. I feel like especially in the past few years, there feels like it feels like there's this like unspoken race to healing. Like who can be the heal the most healed the fastest? And the truth is is healing our healing is not linear. So we are not just going to journal a few times and wake up one day um, do our mirror affirmations and be like, Oh, I feel better now. It's that's over because just around the corner is another upset, another disappointment, another trigger. And that is not to be doom and gloom. That is just the reality of the human experience. Even if we remove all perceived, um, negative energy, I'll say, because that's what a lot of people say. Well, if you remove the negativity, then you're fully healed. Even if we remove that, we may find loneliness because we won't have community. We may find that our thoughts start to become the negative energy. Or, I mean, I suppose you could choose the monk life, right? And be completely peaceful and solitary in the woods, in the mountains somewhere. And that's fine. But for most of us that have to show up and work each day and interact with other humans, we are going to have to walk through our healing time and time again based on the interactions and experiences that we share with others. And that's nothing to fear because once we recognize what works for us within our own journey, What music do we turn on to calm down? Where do we go to sit and enjoy the elements? Do we hop in the car and take a drive? Do we hop on the elliptical machine and start running our booty off? (laughs) Once we figure out what works for us to help us move through those quote-unquote lower vibration energies then things become more manageable. And that's when we can really say that we're walking in our the healed version of ourselves because we know how to respond to our triggers and traumas. Okay, next card is card number 54. And it is the higher the lilac card, higher realms and magic. Fun fact, I'm from Rochester, New York, and we have a festival every year called the Lilac Festival because they come into bloom and we have a park where there are a ton of lilac bushes and they're beautiful and they smell phenomenal. Um, If you like the smell of lilacs, then um, I have a great diffuser recipe for you as well. So uh, hit me up if you want that because I got you. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so higher realms and magic. And this card, you see a huge full moon behind this big, beautiful castle that is purple. Purple connects to our crown energy center. And 
it also, the purple and the white represent our divine connection, okay? So our connection to source, energy, God, universe, spirit, whatever it is that, that you refer to and that resonates with you, okay? Um, I feel that it's all pretty much the same thing with a different name or title on it, but um, other people may feel differently. I'm not judging what you subscribe to. Just pick your, um, pick what it is that resonates with you and go for it, okay? I'm going to refer to it as the divine because it's just easier for me to say it that way. <laughs> so this is an invitation for you to unlock your intuition. Um, I'm feeling that most of you listening to this, you've already taken baby steps toward it, but you didn't really put the energy behind it that um, you could have. Um, it feels like... You went through the motions, but you and you understand how it works, but you probably didn't really apply it to yourself, and you may still not implement it into your everyday life, and therefore you are left questioning yourself more often than not. So this card is inviting you back to explore your intuition and your connection with God, source, the divine, the universe. Their transformation. Nope, I'm going to backtrack that and say it the way I was originally going to say it, the way spirit was giving it to me. There is a connection between transformation and spiritual awareness. I'll say that again. There is a connection between transformation and spiritual awareness. Most people that you see living their best lives out there didn't get there with zero faith. They believed in something. They believed in something outside of themselves, maybe, or something within themselves. It doesn't matter. I personally prescribed a feeling believing with it believing in something within me that is connected to the higher realms but to each their own but most people that you see out there that have success stories and have manifested all that they want in life it's because they had faith in something they had a belief system They aligned with their desires. They walked toward their truth. They followed their ideas. And in doing that, they were listening to their intuition. So you too can create the life that you desire by leaning into your experiences and following what your intuition is telling you within those experiences. We do get to choose whether we lead this kind of mundane, unsatisfied life. Or if we move beyond those feelings of emptiness and seek something beyond us. Beyond what we think is possible. Connecting to the divine 
and understanding that you're always supported brings you to a new level of awareness and you will be inspired on such a deeper level when you start to follow those little nudges and go wow that worked that worked that worked I feel great oh this is weird oh that that's an odd coincidence once you start to see your intuition connect to all of the aspects of your life because you're following it, there's no going back. Just saying. If you're hearing this and you're going, oh my gosh, I like this is speaking to me and I don't know where to start, let's chat because I'd love to help you. Next card is card number 32, the Tree of Life card. And coincidentally not, it says travel on. Now this card I love because it shows how every part of the tree of life is connected in some way. Think of a tree and how it functions, right? Its roots go deep into the soil to absorb the water and nutrients that it needs, right? From the ground. And then its system helps it thrive so that it can feed itself and support itself all the way through the trunk, into the bark, into the um, branches, into the leaves, and grow something beautiful. A tree can also withstand all of the elements, typically. So it can go through the seasons if we're talking about seasons here figuratively the seasons of life right and it doesn't stop growing just because it's in a season of loss aka the fall or a season of death aka the winter the seasons of growth the spring and the seasons where it flourishes the summer they always come back around. So remember this as you're walking through your own journey. Even if you get to what feels like a dead zone. I'm stagnant. I can't move on from this. I can't push forward. The next season is always just around the corner. Sometimes it takes us a little bit longer to get there, but it always comes. So this Tree of Life card that says specifically travel on is a reminder that your story is not finished and all the parts of your Tree of Life are working together to support you. This is followed by card number 44, the Beacon card, Shine On. And you see this huge mountain in this card with a purple sky behind it, divine connection, um, with blue waves crashing up against it. And when I see those blue waves crashing up against it, I'm instantly brought to our truth and how difficult and tumultuous and overbearing our truth can feel at times, right? Our truth can shake up our journey for sure because it's it doesn't always remain linear in itself 
our truth can kind of jump all over the place based on our experiences. And it, it can literally change moment to moment based on what we live and based on the energies that we surround ourselves with and based on the energy that we're trying to bring to the table. My truth from five years ago is not my truth today. But through it all, you're encouraged to be authentic and stand up and keep shining your light because you have something unique to bring to this world. What you have to say matters. The mountain is standing out to me right now and I'm feeling two things from it. I'm feeling very grounded energy, but I'm also feeling like accomplished energy. Like I climbed that mountain. I succeeded in accomplishing whatever task it was, right? I climbed the figurative mountain to find, to shine the light at the top of it for others, right? This is a call to action. This card is asking you to keep walking in your tree of life, to keep, stay connected to your experiences and to shine your light into the darkness for others. Your story has the potential to help at least one person. And I don't know about you, but for me, helping one person is completely worth it. The idea of helping one person is the reason that this podcast lives on. Because if my words can help you wake up and face another day, then I feel I've done my part. And you can have that same impact on our world as well. So shine, baby, shine. Okay. Next card is card number 13. And it is the air card. Fly free. Why are we letting the uh, the chains the shackles the the ropes of life hold us back and hold us down i feel like i'm in a cage and i just want to burst through the doors and and never look back and i feel this is the energy that everybody listening just they just need it we just all need this energy of and you can go wherever you want. You can choose to pull yourself out of a situation. Look down at the whole picture and decide whether you're swooping back into it or if you're flying to a new location altogether. Maybe it's time to fly south for the winter and take a little break. Maybe it's time to return home and reconnect with the family. Either way, we have the choice in this life to move any way we want to. And I understand that for some of us, that you may be saying, oh, but there are these limitations. I have this limitation and this limitation and this limitation. And I understand that. I do understand that. But I will say, if life has taught me one thing, it's that for every excuse we have, 
There's a way around it. There's a way through it. There's a way over or under it. The limitations that we have we t- are typically set on us by society, how we're programmed through our families, through our school systems, um, and through our experiences that we have. You can't, you won't, you don't. But we have the power to shift that narrative for ourselves. You know what? I can try that. I can start to stand up for what I believe in. When I was 10, they told me to sit down, but I'm not 10 anymore. I can say what I need to say, and I will say what I need to say, and I will say it with conviction, and I will show up. And I will move how I feel I need to move. Ooh, that gave me the chills all the way through. Fly free. I love that one. Okay, then we got card number 53. Codependency, the key to freedom. This is an extension of this fly free card, okay? This is telling us that we are still locked down to the stories that we've been told. We're still locked down to the beliefs that our parents instilled in us and their parents instilled in them and their parents instilled in them that we have to wake up, work hard, clean house, feed family, go to sleep. Or whatever other story it is that you may have within your family. We are still holding on to the fact that like we're dependent on society as it operates right now. And oof, I feel this. I remember before I quit my job, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, what, what if I don't? What if I don't? What if I don't? What if I don't? What if I don't make it? What if I, you know, aren't able? What if I, what if I, ah! And I realized that all those what if I's were not my thoughts. It was, you have to get up and go to work to make money. You have to get up and go to school to learn. You have to do this in order to do this. And while all of those, all of those ideas were true to some extent, when you break them down, they're not entirely true. I once made more money in a week. <laughs> this is so silly, but it's a perfect example of how we tie ourselves to like what society tells us and we don't realize what's even right in front of us. I once made more money in a week selling random things from my house that I just found and put on like the marketplace for $5 than I made in my paycheck. Literally made more money from things that had been collecting dust in my house than the 40 plus hours I put into my nine to five job. Mind blowing. And honestly, that was one of the final moments where I went, I'm going to make this money. However, I need to make this money. It's not about the money. It's about my life experience and how I want to show up for myself, my family. And whatever I need is going to be provided for me because the universe does have a funny way of doing that. Um, and to date, I will say that that has been true. 
But we are so codependent on these belief systems that we have, which in turn turns us to be codependent on others, right? We are connected in a deep level to our jobs and to the security our jobs provide us for um, because we have to provide for our families. Because if, if you're a mom or a dad, that's what you do. Um, and we're codependent on the school system. Think about what happened when COVID hit and every, and they said, Hey, all your kids got to go home. Everybody went, Oh my gosh, my kids have to be home. What does that mean? This is, this is not fair hearing. Okay. So this is a little bit of a personal thing I would say, but I think it's very valid here. I've worked, I worked in childcare for many, many years. That was my gig. That's what I did. And hearing parents say out loud, I don't know what I'm going to do with my kids, having them home. This is unfair. I can't believe we couldn't figure this out. It blew my mind how codependent our society is on the school system and the teachers and all that they do. And you would have thought... That after we all experienced that collectively, and we all had our kids home for quite some time, when we all got to really see what it was like to teach our little beautiful monsters, you would have thought that that would have given us that much more appreciation for teachers. Oh, but it did not. Because what happened when we went back to school, then we all started complaining about how the teachers weren't as responsive to us as we needed them to be. And that our kids were struggling and it's the teacher's responsibility to fix that. And we went right back to depending on other people to essentially raise our children. And this is not a dig, but I consider it a wake up call. We always ask where's the village when it comes to our kids, right? But we are actually the ones that kind of throw in the towel when it comes to the village and we ask everybody to do it all for us. That's just what our society has become. We have been built and programmed to be codependent on the societal norms. The key to Free, true freedom is unlocking that. Unlocking that lock. If, if you look at this card, there are two trees that are so close that their the roots have kind of intertwined together, which, again, are programming, right? And the way we grew up. And then there's also a, a man-made lock on the roots, but the key is sitting right there. So we have the option to break free from this codependency, all these things that we tell ourselves that we need within society. But are we choosing to unlock the lock or are we staying stuck? Food for thought. And the last card of this spread is review and reflection. Card number two, time out needed. Let me tell you, this is a great time for review and reflection. The end of the year, we've got 20 some odd days left in this year. And again, there is, uh, there is a full moon present in this card. And the person is dressed in purple, divine connection, looking out at the water. And the water is calm, right? 
And what do we do in the winter? We go internal. We stay inside. It's also a call to action spiritually for us to go internal as well. Take a look at where you've been and where you want to head. The only way to process where you're headed is by taking an honest assessment of where you're at currently. And we can't do that when we're hustle, bustle, busy, busy, busy. We've got to slow down sometimes. And some of us have learned the hard way, I'm one of them, that if we don't slow down, the universe will slow us down intentionally. We may have something happen, unexpected, an illness, an accident, or whatever, where we're forced to go into that reflection time. And for those of you that know what I'm talking about and you've experienced that firsthand, you know how that goes. You come out of it like, oh my gosh, that was the quote unquote break that I didn't know I needed, but I can see clearly now. The busy is gone. <laughs> I apologize for that terrible singing. Um, but the only way to move forward is to reflect. It drives me bananas when I hear people saying things like, just stay positive and keep one foot in front of the other. Yes, that's important. But we cannot let go of the fact that we have to pause and reflect so that we can come back to our positive thinking after we've kind of evaluated where we've been. If we're not taking a look at where we've been, then how do we learn to move forward, right? There, Spirit is showing me an image right now of like going through a maze with a blindfold on and I'm like running into a wall over and over and over again. And they're saying, if you would have taken that blindfold off for a second and looked at that maze from a bird's eye view, you would have been like, aha, I see where I need to go now. Let me navigate this. But we run ourselves dry in autopilot. Like we just keep going, 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 going until everything crashes down. To avoid those crashes, we need time for review and reflection. We need to put ourselves in a figurative or spiritual timeout. And I know some of you are going, I can't take a break. I don't, I, that's not possible for me right now. I know. Because that's the way society was built for us. But you do have a choice. There's a beautiful word, word that consists of two letters and sounds like no. <laughs> and believe it or not, you are allowed to use it. It's not always well received, but it is an option. And it is necessary when you feel overwhelmed and like you need a reset. Take your reset. Take some time to evaluate. And then put on your happy hat and push through it. I hope you found this to be helpful. If it resonates with you at all, feel free to reach out to me and let me know. I love when I get to hear from you guys. 
And if you want a personalized reading, I would love that even more. Um, all of my sessions from my card readings all the way through to intuitive development, everything is 50% off right now through December 31st, 2021. I don't know that I'll ever do this again, but I felt really called to do it. Um, so if you feel called to book a personal session, I would love to connect with you. And if you're feeling called to dive deeper into your healing, then um, head over to my website or my Patreon page um, and check out my Dancing With Your Soul membership or the Patreon membership levels. As I said, $9.99 to join. It's a monthly fee of $9.99. And each day we are doing different journal prompts. We're talking about the energy centers. I'm giving intuitive development tips. We're going in and pulling cards. We're doing live readings. We're having group chats. We're doing full moon, new moon um, ceremonies. Um, And most importantly, we're just staying connected to our authentic truth and showing up for one another and showing up for ourselves. So if that feels like something that resonates with you, love to have you. And if not, that's okay too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Project Healing. Keep on dancing through your healing journey. Thank you for listening to Project Healing. If you'd like to connect with any of my guests, please check the show notes for their contact information. If you are loving the show, I'd be honored if you would head over to iTunes or Facebook to leave me a review. If you'd like to support the show, you can head to patreon.com backslash project healing and learn about my different patron tiers and how you can support the show and also invest in yourself and your healing process. Remember, you have to feel your pain in order to heal it.